Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It is the first look podcast and we're back after missing a week maddie we had tornadoes in tulsa there were tornadoes in tulsa yeah it was it was not a good time i lost power and so i didn't think it was that big of a deal and then my mom called me freaking out saying please tell me you're underground and i was definitely taking videos on my phone (laughs) like hey this looks cool out there Uh, don't ever be a meteorologist who goes out in the middle of a tornado or a hurricane, you know, those guys are like, dude, go inside. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, they live for the five minutes of fame and I, I don't understand it. Right. I really don't. There's a guy on, on the weather channel. Like it's Jim, somebody, but if he comes to your town, you know, your town is screwed. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Except for the hurricanes. Yeah. So we have Travis Meyer, who is like, if you come into Oklahoma, everybody's all about Travis Meyer. He's the news on six guy. And he's for like green country, which is like Tulsa, like Northeast Oklahoma. But even into Oklahoma City, people stream what's going on with him because everybody just trusts Travis Meyer. And it's the running joke. Like you don't have to worry until Travis takes off his suit jacket. And when he does, people freak out. Like right. it's unbelievable. And so now he knows he can't take off his jacket unless it's really serious. I like that alliteration. Trust Travis Meyer. That's, that's like good stuff for TV commercial. I see it. People are like, it's, they have Travis Meyer shines around here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> this man's a legend. <laughs> people don't get it though. Like I live in a hurricane area. You live in a tornado area. When you lose power, it's no joke. I mean, we don't lose power here for an hour. We lose power here for like a week. Yeah, days. And then you have to deal with like debris everywhere. I was telling you it took forever to get to work and back just because of debris. And then it's just, it's a hot mess. I feel like hurricanes are worse. There's more power outages. Um, but tornadoes are just no fun because you they're so unpredictable. Right. They both kind of suck. I mean, a hurricane, yeah. like, do you see what happened in Houston with Hurricane Harvey, how it just like sat over the city and didn't move? And just like, demolished it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, brutal, brutal. I have no words for that, honestly. It's not a good time. Wanna yeah. recommend it. <laughs> exactly. Please look, Florida's beautiful like nine and a half months a year, maybe even ten, but there are a couple of those months in mid August and September. Dicey. 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 But like Arizona's just a nice spot. Nothing right. too extreme happens there except for heat. And I could deal with heat. You think so? As long as I have AC, you know. I'm I never tell you the story. I went to Las Vegas and I was looking for a job in Vegas. And I actually got a job at the one private school in Las Vegas. And I said to the guys there, I'm like, well, how hot is it? They're like, that's not so bad until it hits 120. I'm like, 120? 120. But it's dry heat. Like in Oklahoma, I feel like I can't breathe because of everything that's growing. My hair's a fro. It's just not a good. That's why I can't live in Houston. You know, like Houston's a nice area, but my hair doesn't vibe. So out of the world. We lived in Texas. The pool when we went swimming, it was so like gross. You know when the water becomes like oil, uh huh, because it's so hot. it was so hot. Yeah, it's so muggy. Yeah, it was brutal. So all right, people don't care about this. They care about football. Let's get right to it. The Indianapolis Colts against the Buffalo Bills. Really good game. Josh Allen threw to Stephon Diggs. Thankfully, thankfully last week. What thankfully. about this week? Are we on this game? Um, who? 
Are you asking what team I think is going to win or are we breaking it what down? What team is going to win? Who do you like? Where are we going with it? I like the Bills only because I don't trust Carson Wentz all the time. And I feel like we already know what's going to happen. If if they're smart, Carson Wentz is just going to give it to Ta- Taylor and it's going to be done. But um, the Bills the Bills have some some coming back to do. They got that that uh, week nine loss was absolutely embarrassing. And so I feel like for the next for the rest of the season, they just need to prove themselves. Well, I think that was what that's that game is a is what we call a quick kick in the pants. A quick kick in the pants. Is that what you call that? Right. A quick kick in the pants. Right. Because you're like, dude, that can never happen again. Ever. Ever. And that now when the coaches start yelling at you before it was just like, blah, blah, blah. And now you believe them because you just lost to the Jaguars <laughs> and you're embarrassed. But I'm just going to say this. Do you know that no Colt had more than 31 yards receiving outside of Michael Pittman? You can't win in the NFL when you only have one guy catching the football. That's that's true, and I didn't know that stat. That's true. And Carson Wentz is not helping the situation. No. And they, they the have- more pressure he gets put on him, the worse it's going to be, too. He's not somebody who levels up. He's someone who buckles. Right. True. And they hide him like they hide Baker Mayfield. They literally hide they him. Do. They do. All right. Let's take a look at the Ravens against the Bears. Justin Fields against uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar did not play well at all last time. Is this one of those games where you're like, look, Lamar was so atrocious last game, it's going to get better this game? Uh, do you like Justin Fields to continue his hot play? What are your thoughts? Um, I think that for the Bears to be successful, they are going to have to run the ball. And I do think that the way the Ravens' defense has been playing – they will have success. Um, I think that Omar Jackson's going to come back, though. What about your boy, I Hot I Mark? Is this a Hot Mark week? Yes, because I feel I feel like it's a mismatch no matter how they run him. Especially, which, he's got to get better at some blocking assignments. That's That's all there is to it. But I really like Bateman here as well. Bateman's my guy that I'm watching this week. You know, I love Hollywood Brown, but Bateman's the guy that I'm keeping my eye on. It's a great call. I really like Bateman this week. Honestly, he was one of my sneakier DFS under the radar guys this week. And that's I've seen him available in so many leagues right now. And I feel like this week is the week that he's going to prove himself. It's going to be the perfect opportunity. No, this so, is a good week. Yeah, it's a good I week. Think that, I think that Mark will see middle of the field targets, short targets. Um, he's that comfort player for Lamar. But Bateman's my guy that I think is going to have a day okay if you can believe this if i'm not mistaken i think detroit plays cleveland and as of right now this second jared goff probably not playing can the lions win a game without jared goff i do you know that how many catches do you know that tj hawkinson had last week do you know how many no zero okay but i had more than tj hawkinson where i tied him for zero and also goff are you kidding me i'm not a big fan of goff (laughs) Is he the worst number one pick in the history of the NFL? I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Close. I can't, I really can't think of one player who's worse. I really can't. You can't go to the Lions and complete a pass to your best offensive player outside of DeAndre Swift. (laughs) Scary. What about your boy, Baker Mayfield? Man, 
Baker Mayfield, is he going to play? Have we heard final word yet? He's a pretty tough dude. I give him credit for that. He's a tough dude, but he's also, first of all, he has his contract writing on his back, right? He doesn't know when to stop. He's literally the guy who will go out and completely destroy his body and have to be carted off the field. That's how it's going to end. So right now, the the way that the Browns are playing it makes me feel like they're not they're not banking on him being their franchise quarterback. I Why think, would you let him continue to do this? You know what I mean? Because you can't control it. You can't control a guy's um, grit like that. It's just they're going to do those plays because that's what they do. It's instinct. It's instinctual. But I'm looking at who they're playing this week, right? Case Keenum can go out there and execute the the offense and they're going to be okay. The difference between Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield has um, a, he can throw the, he has a better pass game option, but you don't need that this weekend. Go out, run the ball, do what you guys do and let that be that. Case Keenum, if you, if if you didn't throw a pass more than 20 yards, Case Keenum might be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. But if you have to throw it 21 yards or more, I don't know if Case Keenum's got the arm. Also, Case Keenum doesn't have the decision making. He, ha- you have to design the play, and he can execute it, but he can't make any decisions once the ball snapped. Not how many, Not everybody can. Yeah, and that's okay. That's why you're a backup quarterback. But right. why not rest your quarterback who is playing through some injuries right now? Let him get control over some of the inflammation. And honestly, with with Baker Mayfield, that would light such a fire under his rear. If you set him and you said, no, you know what? You're going to take care of your body this week. He would be so ticked off. He would come out and play lights out the next week. I guarantee you. That's just the way he is. You have to play the game. The Cardinals did that with Kyler Murray mm-hmm. my first week when they were like, no, dude, you're not playing. Right? Because they knew they were going to win the game anyway. And they just preserved yeah. Murray. You know, but Murray's going to have to play this week. I believe Murray will be back this week. You think so? I think he wants to be back. I think they have a bye next week, right. which makes so me feel like two more weeks. Right? I know. Yeah, I know. It's 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 tough. It's it's a close one. I th- and they've had enough wins that they've they've got a I mean an okay cushion to let him sit this week if they wanted to. It's not a big risk. No, true, true. All right, Texans and Titans. You're going to laugh. This has all the makings of a letdown game for the Titans. You've had some big, big games. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I never said, Doc, never said they're going to lose. When when they come back and the Titans and the Texans play really well and it's a close game, remember I said it here. By the way, I called the Jaguars as well. I said the same yeah. exact thing. You did? On, on the radio, on Sirius XM. I literally said I it that morning, that. the day before. If you bet it, you'd be my rich friend right now, Maddie. I should have. I know. Should have. All right. Who who's the guy to have? Is it Dante Foreman or is it Adrian Peterson or is it nobody? I like Foreman over Peterson right now. Why? I feel like this is gonna be his game. Adrian Peterson. I'm 
I'm trying to think of how I want to word this without I don't I'm not hating on Adrian Peterson. I just think with this matchup, Foreman's going to be more successful. Does for, does Peterson still have the burst? Does he still have the gear? Can he still, for lack of better words, get it up as a player? He doesn't know that he I think that there's obviously been some diminish in his execution but he doesn't know that so he's also the type of guy who will run through a brick wall just because he thinks he can so in that aspect he's he has so much confidence and so much will to keep going he's not that he's not going to have that fast burst of energy but it's going to take a lot to get him down if that makes sense right no no yeah he's a strong dude i mean i'm not messing with him yeah You know, Ramondre Stevenson was so good last week that not the, not the first tackler could not bring him down. That's mm-hmm. how strong he is. I feel that way about Peterson. You need to mm-hmm. get like two guys on Peterson to take him down. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't notice like he doesn't stop and he doesn't care about his body. He's just going to go. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Green Bay against Minnesota. I thought Aaron Rodgers would play better last week. Uh, they didn't. That was a really bad game, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. AJ Dillon, though. It was like the sideshow was absolutely terrible. I told Sam, I was like, this was like cringe quarterback versus cringe quarterback all the way around. Most I, of the I, off-field I, drama did stuff. Did you really expect that? The uh, the whole quarterback thing? Yeah. Uh, not really. I expected a better game, but it was, it was cringy. I didn't want to watch the game because of all the off-field drama. Yeah, well, there was too much of that. I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. Can't we just play football? Yeah, I don't know. And I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan anyways, um, but I was I was really disappointed by Wilson's performance. Is That's that where I expected? Was Your finger is hurt. You're coming back. It's like 30 degrees out. Maybe it t- takes some time. He mm-hmm. couldn't find Tyler Lockett at all. I mean, he couldn't find that guy at all. No, and you could tell his rhythm was off. He right. didn't look like himself. Even his footwork was off. That's what surprised me most. Your hand's one thing, but if you go back and watch, his footwork was really spotty, which is very uncharacteristic. He'll be better this week. I don't know if I said that He'll word. be better this week. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just going to take some time, but yeah, that was bad. All right. Dolphins at Jets. Joe Flacco is the quarterback this week. Yes. Get him in your lineup right now, Maddie, if you want to lose your league. Uh, can the I Dolphins- just find that so funny. Can the Poor Dolphins, Mikey. <laughs> can the Dolphins continue their good defense? Can they continue it? Yeah, I think so. Played pretty good against the Ravens. They did. The Ravens also played really bad. Which surprised me, by the way, because Lamar's from South Florida. I didn't think he'd put up a stinker in South Florida. I didn't think that they put up a stinker against the Dolphins. Yeah, shocking. Shocking. It is. I, I like the Ravens this week. I like the Seahawks this week. I like re- recency bias. Have recency. I, have I, have I talk, you know recency bias, right? I know recency bias, but we haven't talked about that. Recency bias is when nobody wants to start a player because the guy screwed you last week and mm-hmm. you just assume that he's going to suck again. And those are exactly the guys I love starting because in the NFL, you know, guys don't suck two weeks in a row. That's true. More often than not. Right. So who who do you like? Oh, like you Lamar. Said, okay. 
Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, like anybody who crapped the bed last week, I'm in on this week. You're in on them? Okay. I can get behind that. Seattle, Arizona. Yeah. Saints? Who are the, the Saints are playing? Who are the Saints playing? Saints are playing. Philadelphia, I have it right? pulled up. Yes, they are. All right. This why? is going to be a good game. Okay. Why is this going to be a good game? Because the Eagles have found what works right now. That it and took I them think eight that weeks the Saints had to run the ball. No, here's this. Here's the thing: is like they didn't. It's not that. Every. It's kind of. This is sorry. I'm going off on a tangent because no. this gets on my nerves. What they're doing different is Jalen Hurts is able to operate his RPO offense, taking snaps directly under center. That is a huge game changer for the offensive line. They have more time, and you can tell how much more comfortable he is. He has that extra second to gather his thoughts, and then he's gone. He's so much more decisive, so the receivers are on point. The backs are on point. The offensive line was designed to just demolish. That's just who they are. They finally have a good rhythm there, and he's a good player. They're going back to running what works and these other teams are having a hard time defending him because they are not used to defending an option player like that. And he's honestly, everybody craps on his pass, but his pass game's okay whenever he's running that type of offense. Would we agree though, that they're running the ball more than ever now with Jordan Howard than they did with Miles Sanders. So the offense is just a more conservative one and keeping Jalen out of trouble. I don't know if it's that as much because if you think about it, I can see what you're saying, but the last couple of weeks, what they've been doing is they've been locking down on that. And then that you have to choose. Are you going to go man with Devonte Smith or are you going to kind of leave that open and let them make progress? And that's what's, that's the defensive fronts that they've been facing. So that's, what's been open. Okay. I mean, look, I'm impressed. I think that the, this division is the Eagles can still win it. They can. It's like a 25% chance or something like that. But I said this to a couple other people, like don't count them out yet. I think that they have an easy, easier schedule. They played Dallas twice in the last four games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's going to be tough, but, uh, but the rest of the schedules are right. You know what I mean? I think that they could win out. Dallas is going to be tricky. All right. Let's talk about my least favorite quarterback in the NFL, Cameron Newton. Um, Not a big Cam guy. Oh, no. And he's back. Cam is a great athlete. But back foot Cam may be one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL history. That dude throws high. He is not accurate. He's all over the place. Front foot Cam is all right. Holds onto the ball way too long, which is not a good combo with that offensive line. The crazy thing is he's better than Sam Darnold, who is just really bad at this point. Doesn't so much. it's an improvement, right? That's the crazy thing is that yeah. the Panthers are better today with Cam Newton than they were yesterday with Sam Darnold, but he's still mm-hmm. terrible. I agree. I agree. Washington without Chase Young, how are you stopping Cam Newton or Christian McCaffrey? You know, I don't think that it's going to be as difficult as what people think it is. I really think Washington is going to come to play and I think that they're going to win. I think, and Cam had first of all, Cam said it himself a week ago. He was sitting on his couch eating cereal, like he's he's just not conditioned for it to go head to head and really compete. And he had that. I have to prove myself last week, 
And I think he's going to come in riding a hangover high this week, and he's not going to be as effective. He doesn't know the offense through and through. And it, it's even a simplified offense. He never offense. knows the offense, by the way. In all his years, he doesn't know any offense. And I just think that that offensive line, if Washington can come out and actually play, they have the talent. We all know that it's been there. They've just been sleeping. They're going to come out, and it's – it's not going to look good. That offensive line is going to get demolished by that defensive front, and it's not going to be a good situation. So years ago, when Cam Newton was Cam Newton, they had Kelvin Benjamin, who I believe was like 6'6 or 6'7. They had Devin Funches, who was 6'6. And they had Greg Olson, who was 6'6. Do you know why they had those three guys as his receivers? Because Cam threw the ball so high in the air. Right? They could get, they could get those were the only guys who could get up high enough to catch his passes. And he still overthrew them. That's fact. Oh, man. The the Patriots offense obviously like wasn't for him either, but this oh. is not much better. We'll get to the uh, – we didn't talk about the Thursday game. Can I just tell you something here? We'll just talk quickly before we continue going on. Mac Jones and Ramondre Stevenson are going to be the next great duo in the NFL for the next five years. That's how much I like those guys. I can appreciate that. I was talking to Sam, one observation that I made, and I'm going to stand by this, and I want you to watch out for this. The Browns really, really struggle in covering quarterbacks who take snaps under center, specifically in play action. Their tackles are their weak spots, their defensive tackles. Okay. They struggle when a quarterback is under center. And if you go back and you watch the Chargers, Mac – and. And I, I said this on a couple of different things. I posted it a couple a couple of different places. And one person was finally was just like, hey, I see what you mean. And I was so excited. But keep an eye on that because the Browns are really struggling there. And, and so they let up a lot of points to Mac. They let up a mm-hmm. lot of points to Herbert. Mm-hmm. This week, though, will they be under center with or it doesn't matter because it's Jared Goff? Jared Goff. Jared. Yeah. Jared Goff. So the fu- I should be looking for this in the future. For the future. Yes. I, I like where you're going there. I like that. That's a, that's a, that this is the good. best nugget I've heard. That's a great nugget. I like that nugget. Thank you. I'm going to drop that. I was, ex- I was excited about that. Go back and watch some film. Yeah, I can. I'll send you a few, a few things that I saw. Right. On that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Jimmy G playing against the Jaguars, but uh, looking and Debo is Debo Samuel. If we drafted right now, is Debo Samuel like a third round wide receiver? He's not, he's playing really well. Debo Samuel's a running back now. What are you talking about? Debo's I don't whatever he wants to be. He's whatever he wants to be. I have so much respect for that man. So I need to tell you this. I was in a high stakes league. Well, I'm in it. My team, just so you know, was Brady, Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Deontay Johnson, Logan Thomas, who's been hurt. Debo Samuel and Chase. How did you get away with that? I tried to do something like that. That does not happen in my life. Exactly how I did. My first round, I took Henry, right? Mm -hmm. Second round, the draft was literally like the day after Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson were out for weeks. So Taylor falls to round two, takes Swift in three. Nobody in high stakes takes a quarterback until late anyway. So we get Brady late. Take Deontay in four. Claypool in five and Debo in six. I'm sitting there going, honestly, if I don't have those injuries, two O's in Roto when you write me the check. <laughs> that team's winning. Two O's in Roto. Yeah, I agree. 
telling you, I'm winning that, I'm winning that league. I, and, and you know, we're, we're still top 100 in that league, but that could have been top. I believe it. I believe it. All right. My game of the week, Maddie, Bengals and Raiders. The, the, here's why it's my game of the week. Ready? Okay. Exactly. For that look right there, that is why it's my week. It's you the know that, okay. It's the old, Maddie's giving me the stink eye. Here's why. <laughs> Bengals have let up points in droves the last two weeks. Droves. The Raiders normally play well at home. Secondly, uh -huh. the Bengals let up more catches out of the backfield to running backs than any, any team in, ever. And Carr was – they were embarrassed against the Chiefs. This is going to be a recency bias game. So I love Jamar Chase in this game. I love Darren yeah. Waller in this game. Blow this game up. I think this game is going to be huge. Okay. Fantasy-wise. All right. I think that the Raiders are dealing with, um, you know, the off-the-field drama I think is hitting these players. That's, you know, that's one of their brothers. I think that that's why we've seen a little bit of a fallout. I don't – you really think that they're going to be able to buckle up and go to work this weekend? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I think – I hope first, so. The first week was hard. The second week was emotional. Now it's kind of like numb. Okay. Right? Gotta and now you realize if we don't get it done this week – we're not going to the playoffs. Okay. And the Bengals have to step up because the Bengals defense, I mean, the Jets and the Browns put up like 80 points between those two teams. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Right. Okay. Cowboys and Chiefs are the Chiefs back. You are the chief offensive line whisperer. What did they do so well last week? Honestly, it, I don't think it even had anything to do with the offensive line. I think that it had to do with they were playing the same ball that they were. Travis Kelsey woke up a little bit, and um, Patrick Mahomes was able to complete some things. I still saw a lot of the same mistakes the Chiefs have been making all year long made in this game. It's just things just kind of fell into their favor. I think that they are about to walk into some trouble this weekend. So I have Dallas the Cowboys win, all day long. Absolutely. And if the Cowboys are smart defensively, they are going to target tackles, specifically Orlando Brown Jr., which I hate to say because boomer sooner, right? But if they can make him be athletic, it's going to be a problem for Patrick Mahomes all night long. And all you have to do is rattle Patrick Mahomes the first couple – of snaps and he's going to be rattled the rest of the game. He doesn't this, have that confidence back and it's not going to take much. This is a very bad matchup for the chiefs. Very bad matchup. Very bad matchup. I agree. Cause the Cowboys can run the ball down the chief's throat with Zeke and Pollard all game long, mm -hmm. throw short passes to CD lamb, find Dalton Schultz over the middle, get Cooper on the outside. They can pick this team apart. Heart. With that running game, and then Mahomes is going to feel that pressure to make big plays, and Trayvon Diggs is going to be all over Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. And now Hardman or Kelsey or somebody not named Tyreek is going to have to step up. This is a tough game. Tough, tough game. game. And everybody's saying, everybody wants to talk about that matchup that you just talked about, Diggs and Hill. I don't even think it's going to even come to that that much. I, I I do think Diggs is going to get himself a pick, but I think you drop Parsons in because he's proved he can play wherever. He's a dog. Like He just wants to eat. You drop him in, rattle Mahomes. 
I give it two times. He gets rattled and he's not going to be able, he's going to throw interceptions or he's going to throw the ball away. It's going to be turnover after turnover. The Cowboys have this in the bag as far as I'm concerned. So I'm in the car with my son this morning and we were talking about the Giants trade last year at the draft mm-hmm. where they basically move down, trade to the, to the Chicago. So they move up and get fields and the Giants drop to 20, get Kadarius Tony in next year's first round pick. The truth is, I think I might rather have Micah Parsons than Tony and another first round pick. Because I think Micah Parsons is a, that is exactly who every team needs. Yeah. And he, he doesn't care. If you told him, Hey, we want you to be a kicker this week. He would give his all and go be a kicker. Right. Yeah. Now, I think he's a little loose upstairs. I do. I think he's a little cool. All defensive players are come on. You know? So I said to my friend today, we were talking about this LT. Remember Lawrence Taylor? I, Yes. That dude was doing blow all week long, drove the limo to the stadium, came out, played three hours of football, went back and found a couple of girls and, and, and some booze in the limo on the way home. That's what the guy did. He only showed up for games. Yeah. He never practiced. Yeah. He didn't have to. It was Lawrence that's Taylor. That's right. Same thing with Micah Parsons. Doesn't have to practice. Just has to show up at games. Yeah. I think that he's a little more refined, but... I, I see what you're putting down. Maybe it's higher level than that, but it's still, it wasn't for Lawrence Taylor. There's a lot <laughs> more slack given back then. But yeah, the Chiefs are in trouble. Chiefs are not back, especially not this week. All right, so we did touch on the Cardinals Seahawks. So let's go to the Steelers and Chargers. This is a game of two teams who, I, I, dare I say, I feel like Al Michaels or Chris Cobb, this is a must win for these teams. They're coming out there, Maddie, you know, one of these teams has to win this game. Yeah. Who's it going to be? I've got the Chargers on this one. Okay. Why? I still think that the Chargers have their issues. I've talked to you about the right side of their line that hasn't improved, and that's really starting to take a toll on Herbert. Um, but the Steelers, they just they don't have enough. Watt can't do it all, right? And Najee Harris is great. Um but I think that the Chargers are going to be able to com- or hinder him enough to where it's not going to be a game winner. And Roethlisberger, we still don't know if he's playing or not, right? Right. He wasn't at practice. Chargers don't stop the run well. They don't stop tight ends well. But the problem is the Steelers – so the last two defenses to play the Chargers, the Vikings and the Eagles, they haven't let up the big play to Mike Williams. They've been letting okay. up a lot of short stuff to Keenan Allen. But the mm-hmm. Steelers let up the bigger plays. Is this a Mike Williams week? And if it is a Mike Williams week, Justin Herbert hasn't had that in many weeks. He's been without that. He has been without that. He's also been he's been struggling with his protection. Um, and I think that that's going to get better this week against this matchup. I think he's going to have a little bit more time. I think he's going to be a little bit more collected. And I think he's going to execute better. So, yes, I do think it's a Williams week, too. All right, Monday night, Giants and Buccaneers. Man, I don't want to be the Giants walking into Tampa after last week. Tom Brady's dropping four, five? How many touchdowns? Six? He's dropping dimes. He's dropping, he's dropping Danny Dimes all over the place. He's dropping, dropping. Yeah, this should be a, a, a no-fun Monday night football game. This is like hide the wife, hide the kids. You don't even want them watching this This. The carcasses. Yeah. Everybody's going to be watching the Manning brothers because they're going to be more entertaining than this game. Yeah. 
And look, the Giants should have their complement of players back, Saquon and Galladay and Tony. Are you really bought into Saquon? Did I tell so I think I know Saquon's family, right? Yeah, that's what you said. I feel like maybe that's a bias. It's only a bias in that I know he's a hard worker. Yeah, and I agree with that. Nobody works harder than Saquon. Nobody. Right. I think he's also one of the products where he doesn't know when to stop and when his body's saying, hey, slow down, he gives it his all until he's broken, and then he's of no use to anyone. He's like, you know when they say you have to, uh, what is it, you have to, um, you can't fill anyone else's cup if yours is empty? He's right. like the true definition of that. But look, I'm I'm going to say this. The Giants have given him the worst offensive line. Absolutely horrific. And they've given him the worst quarterback. Yeah. So when you it's like Barry Sanders. I mean, Barry Sanders played with like Eric Hipple. I mean, he played with bad guys. Saquon has played what he's done is amazing considering the the horrible play in front of him. So put him on a on the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, it would be a different, yeah. Life-changing. I agree. I'm just... I feel that about, you know, people walk into bad situations all the time, and it's it's not them. Right, but our job is to evaluate them in the situation that they're in, and that's what I'm saying is I don't, I don't trust him. I don't think that he is all he's cracked up to be in his given situation. Fair enough. All right, give me your bold prediction of the weekend. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be playing this weekend. Okay. It's good. I think that that's important for people to consider. I think Seattle's going to win that game, by the way. I do. You know, I, th- I think that they've got a good shot. I think so. Colt McCoy's not 100% either. So if Kyler's not in there, Colt McCoy's not in there, it could be an ugly one, too. It could be ugly. It could be ugly. All right. My bold prediction is that the Bengals Raider game is going to be in the 60s. And not the weather. I'm talking about the number of points. The number of points. The number okay. of points in the 60s. Please let it be because I'm going in on that game on DFS. I need to be your rich friend. I, yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for you. I'm not convinced. that That's a bold prediction. In the 60s? It's going to be low owned. That's why I like it. Okay. Light, lightly touched. So that way I'm getting guys at 6 and 7% on, not 22% on. <laughs> All right. Fair right now it's time. What's that? I said fair enough. All right. All right, now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. From me and Maddie, we wish you luck this week. We'll be back next week with the first look. Be well. No tornadoes. Bye, guys. No tornadoes. (laughs) Take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.